You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so we have been uh, talking about the Gemara on Babakama Pei Gimel Amebez, and you can see it over here. It's the beginning of Perakach Lebel, and um, the Gemara is really dealing with one of the essential uh, questions about how is it, how can you see from the Torah that you actually pay money and you don't really cut the person's hand off? If a person, if one person fights the other person, we talked about Mo cutting Larry's hand off. How do we know that we don't take Mo and cut his hand off? I'll be best. And the Gemara started by bringing this Brisa that we saw. Um, this was the Brisa, starting from the word Yocho. You might think that's what the simple pshat and the pasig is, which many people think that's what Judaism is, is, is about. Maybe even the, the, the tztukim, maybe that's the way when they had a hold of the Sanhedrin, maybe they actually did did that. It's possible. But we don't believe that's true. The prushim, the people who uh, believe in Teresh and this is Teresh Talmud Lomar. And then we have So that's the Brisa. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, six and a half lines. That's the Brisa. The, at least this Brisa seems to prove the idea that you pay money. The Gemara then you know, plays devil's advocate, so to speak, and says, hey, well, what's that Brysa mean? I'm not going to take it with that. I need to understand every single word of that Brysa. What, what did you mean by the connection between Maka and Maka? And, and, and we're going to say, well, why was the second Pasek brought? Okay, so from this line, and it goes all the way down, that's so six and a half lines of the Brysa. I just wanted to show you, give you an advance of what we're doing. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, <laughs> 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. So th- there's 26 lines of explanation of six and a half. That sort of just shows you a little bit about what I mean. So you have a brisa, and and you can read it. And then the Gemara does the analysis, which is four times as long. And actually, the lines get longer, too. So I would say it's more than four times as long. I would say it's like six times as long. And that's really what you got to get ready to do. You got to get ready. Okay, I got this price, and now I got to figure it out. And I'm going to take every word of it and try to understand. So, so just in terms of uh, scope, what, what what what's happening. Now, some prices are easier than others. Some are much more straightforward. This one was not so straightforward, even though we know what we were trying to prove, trying to prove that you pay money, you don't actually take uh, vengeance or violence against the other person. Okay? So that's just the background of what's happening. Um, so the, uh, the Gemara, as we saw last week, um, tried to sh- 
what we did last week was we saw that this part of the Bryce, again, we go back to the first six lines, it doesn't really mean maka adam maka behem. It doesn't really mean uh, this pasuk that we thought it meant. Um, this one. This is the pasuk that we thought originally the Bryce was referring to. And I'm actually going to, uh, um, and I know it's been a couple of days, and just to give you a chance to review, and I know some of this might be you know, what we did before, but just to give you a sense of the psukim, and I, I've made it, I think, a little bit easier here by doing this. So here is the um, here here are the psukim again, and this is when I was growing up. This is what everybody, you know, a lot of people became very popular to use this the Koran Tanakh, not the Quran, <laughs> but the Koran Tanakh, which was like, oh, uh, that's beautiful, right? You can see the letters so clear. Yeah, all of that. Um, and this was the, um, this is the Parsha of Nezikin, the way it occurs in Parsha's Emor. So again, we have, it starts dealing with the Magadev, the Ishki Yakekol Nefesh Odom, Mos Yumos. All right. And uh, you would think this would mean Kol Nefesh Odom, and Rashi actually in Parsha's Nishpatim quotes a Chazal, this means even a one-day-old baby. But we're going to find out the chaz- in our Gemara, we're going to have a new interpretation of that pasuk in a minute. But this would mean, kol nefesh adam, a person dies. Umaka nefesh behema, yishalmena. Okay, that's paying for killing an animal. Hmm. This is strange. Nefesh tachas nefesh. I guess paying is considered tachas. But we'll see. Ish kiyitein mumba miso. Okay, that's not killing. That's like cutting a person's hand off or blinding him. Kasher also, just like he did. So it should be done to him. And then we have what we saw in Parshas Mishpatim. And then again, repetition. Then we have this Pasuk. So this was the one that, and I mentioned the Shuruk, if you remember, this was the one that, hmm, they're different. They're in the same pasuk, though. So we thought originally this was the drash. It was this. It was this one. But the Gemara rejected that, as the Gemara said. Gemara said, "Hey, that can't be." And then actually starts with the words, "Hey, Maka, you went Maka be Mishal Meno Makalim Yumos Ha'uba Katoliksev." You can't make it. That that can't be your drasha because that's about killing. This is about killing Maka Odom. How could you make a Kanah? In other words, you want to make a Xerishova and say, well, if you if you if you if you knock the guy's hands off, this is definitely means if it says Maka Odom you must you this is probably about killing the guy. So how can you make a use teach laws about when a person uh, has been assaulted and has had his hand cut off? That's why the Gemara rejects the simple shot and the Brisa. And makes us read the Brisa differently. So the Gemara said, um, I'm sorry. It doesn't really mean that Pasuk. It means, It's not really from the same Pasuk. It's the Psukim that are next to each other. So where, where was that? The Psukim that were next to each other. The Psukim next to each other were these Psukim. 
actually this and this is a, and this is also about this is not about killing posecutes so that is what and therefore the same way this is payment this is also payment so the Gemara says wait um it's not the same word you said it's the same word so the Gemara says we don't mean the same word we mean the idea of being hit hako hako kamrinan this way we uh, we saw the Rashi last week just like there, it definitely says Yishalmena, which definitely means money. So the Hako, Amur Ba'adam, means Litashlumen, even though it doesn't say Hako, but what does it say? It says, what it does say is, getting hit. If I put a Mum in you, well, how do I put a Mum in you? By hitting you, by using a force, full blow, that's how you get a Mum in your body when it didn't have a Mum before. Okay, so it's the idea of getting hit. How do you think hit? How do you think mumim come? They come with hitting. Okay. Okay. Morse um, says one second. What about that pasuk that we thought originally was about killing? Now I'm looking at it again. Now, let me explain it a little bit better. And I'm going to go back to the Pesukim, because looking at the Pesukim is really crucial here. And having a Tanakh in front of you, or Mahon Mamre, whatever it is, but again, I, I, I'm, this is a page out of the Tanakh. But originally, we thought, okay, this is about murder, maybe even the murder of a baby. That's what it says, maybe it says Kol Nefesh. This is about hitting an animal. You mean Gayu. This, this is about wounding a person. And then we saw this Pasek originally as the ultimate extra Pasek. Remember? So reading the, the Parshat, the way I just read it, this is the one that the neon sign is saying, make a drush out of me. I'm totally extra. I got the same words. Remember? That was what we saw last week. But now the Gemara just exploded that. You can't do that. Despite the fact that it's the same words, you can't, you can't, through osmosis, say that this is about this is about uh, wounding the person, and this is about hitting the per, about about, and this is about killing or having to pay for an animal. Well, the animal obviously doesn't make a difference whether you wound it or kill it, despite people who love animals like I do. But it's not the same, and therefore, this is about wounding money. But this is about actually taking the life of a human being, and therefore you cannot make the, the, the connection, despite the fact that the words are the same. And you can't learn laws from here, because this is clearly not about wounding, because it's maka odem yumas, indiscriminately. That was the Gemara's uh, um, objection to the simple pshat in the Brisa. So what the Gemara did then then did was it's not really about this pasuk it's really about the smichas of these two psukim, which now means that this pasuk is about this is the main pasuk about killing, and this allows us to look at this pasuk to be not about killing. Ishkiyaka kol nefesh adam 
Okay, I'm gonna, let me, if you understand what I'm saying. Originally, we thought that that other Pusik was the Drusha Pusik. It's all, then this was about killing someone, maybe even a child. But now that that Pusik is not the Drusha Pusik, so now Pusik Yud Zion, well, what's it about? It can't be just about killing. It must be about something else. It must be about kol nefesh odom must mean any limb of a person, any part of a person that helps him be a complete human being, your hands, your eyes, your legs, any part of you that makes you into that complete person, which has now been attacked and severed by someone else, the person who did that, most you must, which means what? He is going to lose that part of his body as well. That is the Gemara's question. Okay. Why did the Gemara... I'm explaining why that question arises now. It arises now because we have basically neutralized the significance of this Pusik. Once this Pusik is neutralized, then the simple shot kicks in, which is this is about killing. If this is about killing, then what's this Pusik about? This Pusik must be about not killing. It must be about taking away part of the body, even though it's written first. <laughs> so even though chronologically you would expect killing to be first and then wounding to be second, once that's the main Pusik for killing, so this now becomes the Pusik about wounding. Okay, is that clear? Okay, so now when we go back to the Gemara, the Gemara says, hmm, now, that's not the key Pusik about murder anymore. That must be the Pusik about taking a person's limbs off. So the Gemara answers. Now, this is the Gemara's answer. Bimomon. The Gemara says, why? Mimai. Why did you say it's Momon? Mimai de Bimomon. Ema bimisa mamish. Maybe it means Misa, and that's exactly the beauty of the Pusik. You deaden this man's hand, you're going to lose you. The de- you're, we're going to deaden your hand. So the Gemara says, you would never think that. Lo salka daitoch. You're not going to think that. It's not going to go up into your mind. Okay. So, this is as far as we got, I think, last week. So here we go. For two reasons. Choda means, choda means like the word echad. One, here's reason one. Toha iskish, toha iskish limake. And see this little aleph over here? So where does that go? That goes over here, this aleph. Limake nefesh behema. Aha, and that's the way it is in the Ksaviyad. This is what it says over here. Now that reads a lot better to me. To iskish lemake nefesh behema ishalmeno. Because isn't it connected? Isn't it like iskish hekish? Isn't it like knocking next to? Isn't it like right next to make nefesh behema? Hmm. So let's go look in that Pusik and see if that is true. Remember, that's this Pusik. Ishki yake kol nefesh adamos yumas. We're saying, hey, doesn't that mean that you cut the guy's limb off? No, no. If there's a heckish to make nefesh behema yishalmeno. There's now a heckish, because it's right next to each other. 
even though you have the shurak here, but that says nefesh, and that says nef, kol nefesh. And just like here it means money, this one probably means money as well. And <laughs> what's now? Which is what the Gemara just answers. The Gemara says, "Va'oksiv basrei, va'iskish l'maka nefesh behemi yishalmena." Now, what we've now done, unfortunately, if this is true, we've now we don't need what we what we had before. Before the, the pasuk had said it's based on the smichas of one of 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 kasher. <laughs> we thought it was the smichas of ishkiyitein mumba miso to maka nefesh behem yishalmena. That's what we thought it meant. Kasher also can you know some Now we're now we're actually. Because of what we just now said, that there's a hekish, we just created another hekish. <laughs> we created a hekish of nefesh to nefesh. Maka nefesh kolodam, maka nefesh behema. So this pasik is really about, just like this is about money, this is about money as well. So we sort of like, under, we just we just cut the feet out of under what the original, um, the, the second approach was. All right. Well, maybe both of them can be true. But now the Gemara gives another reason why it can't mean cut the guy's hand off when it says kol nefesh. Because if we look at that passage, it says kasher yitain mumba adam ken yinosein bo. Hmm. Now, what is it that you see from that passage? So let's go back and look at it. Ishkitain mumba miso kasher also ken yeyasavo. Now we just notice something else. This one says, if I if I'm Larry, I'm Mo, and I put a moom in my friend Larry, like he did, Cain, so shall what? Cain also so it should be done to him. So it shall be done to Mo. But then it says, Kasher Yitain Mumba when you do, when Mo does break Break an eye, a leg, a tooth. Then it says, "Kain ye nosein bo." That's totally extraneous. First of all, I already said whatever he did do to him. But there's a difference between the word "yinaten" and "yeyase." Right? What's the shorish here of "yinaten"? Now, the fact that it says "yinosein" means you're actually—it's a dover that you can give one person to the other. Even though it means, like he did, so it shall be given into him. But it's unnecessary to say that, because I already said that, Pasek, let it be done to him. Yinosein means something that actually can be transferred, something that you can hold. Right, I give you. Now, of course, sometimes people give things. We ask for things which aren't physical. But generally, the word Nisina, when it comes to human beings, is about something that um, it's something that, that it's something that we do um, with uh, we do it physically, right? With human beings, it's something that is done physically. Um, if it's physical, then what is it? It's not a, right, a physical meaning something you can hold on to, something you can actually measure. Well, what is it that you can measure? You can measure money. 
money is an amount. You know exactly what it is. You you put it out on the scale. This is what it is. That's what should be given to. So now we're using the word kenyanosenbo as another source. So the pro- so basically now we started with one pusik. Now, Shiva, I don't know if you realize what we started. We started with one pusik with Xerishava that we thought was really solid. Right. And now we now we sort of have three other appending things. We have the smichus, right? We now have, um, if, if you go back to the psukim, we now have actually, this is like it's multiplied like the ublek, right? Because basically we, we thought we started off with, oh, there's your pasik, there's your drasha, yeah, that'll work. Now, no, that doesn't work. Okay, so what works now? I know it works. Asmichus. Uh, it's not the same word, but it's all about paying. Like it's this is definitely Yishal Meno. That's about paying, and this is a smichus, meaning one pasuk following the other. It's not, it doesn't have to be the same word. It's the same idea. But now, then we went here, and we said this doesn't mean to actually kill, or, or right. This means to actually the wounding of, of 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 a limb. But since it says call nefesh, and here it says nefesh, there's a hekesh. This is money. So now we've done a heckish this way. We had one pasuk following the other with a smichus, sort of a mini zereshava, like a weak zereshava. And now we have, sort of, and now we have a heckish because you have this. And now we've actually strengthened it like with this. You know, Senbo. So it's almost like, it's almost unrecognizable, the original brisa. Remember, the original Brisa starts with this. So this Talmud Lomar is not what we think it is at all. It wasn't that first Basic. It's like a, it's like an amalgam of a bunch of different things. You're right. It, a lot of it is with Tashlum, and a lot of it is built on the fact that the word it says Tashlumen by animal. But Af Maka Adam with Tashlumen is built, uh, it's built one, either the, the Hekish going the, the Pusik before, or the Smichus going to the Pusik afterwards. And we also have the word Kenyanosenbo, which tells me it's something that you give money for. And for some reason, that's not even in that. You can't even put in the Bryce at all. You can't even say, "Well, that's what the Bryce is alluding to." But yet now we've we've thrown that in. Now the Mar says, "No, va'og siv basrei kasher yutein mum ba'odem kenyinosenbo." And look at this. It says v'shma mina, right? As you can see here, they change it to the word just without the vav. Shma mina. Oh, now you see what it is is mamon. So. It's almost unintelligible. It's unrecognizable, right? Not only so that's one thing. The second problem, of course, is is that if Yinasein could have done it, maybe that's good enough. Right? The word Yinasein, which was extra, which means it should be given, meaning that if you do that to someone, you got to give something, and like that's what's given to you. Meaning we're going to take that thing away. We're going to take that money. We're going to take away that physical thing which can be handled, which is a piece of money, which is a amount of gold, certain amount of silver, which is going to be given back to the other guy. Then what did we need Maka Bahama for, right? 
So I don't have a good answer. I mean, I can tell you, but it could be that that's not such a great... In other words, once I've got the, the drusha, I can use these other two things to back it up. But maybe those other two things couldn't really stand so well on their own. Meaning the hekesh, what the word nefesh behema, and yinosein, both of those can help once you've got the basic limud. Once you have the basic limud, then throw these other two things on. Right? It's almost like in football. Like you have the, the big guy makes the tackle, and then the, like the big uh, linebacker is the guy that stops the guy, and then the guy's feet are starting to move. And then the two cornerbacks from the side come in and finish the, finish the tackle off. So it could be that's what we have over here too. The, you know, the, the, the drusha is, is essentially from the connection between animal and human. And then we have these other aspects that cement them. Okay. And that's sort of, I think, what you need to say. Because they, the word you know saying, it's a nice little point, like the cornerback. You know, the, I think it's a very good thing. The, the cornerback won't be able to make the tackle um, that uh, the cornerback won't be able to make the tackle on the running guy on his own. I, I don't know if you like football, any of you. I mean, again, I, I don't know. In today's time, maybe nobody, I, I don't know people should even watch football anymore. I mean, it's ridiculous. Uh, there's more there's more important things but if you have watched it you understand what i mean right you know or a, a, any muscle there's there's the main thing but then there's the ancillary things that come in and help right? that could be what we're talking about here all right but the bryce had definitely a second part to it which was this the im nafshakhaloymar now, imnapshcholimer means, like I said last week, nefesh means something that grows, something that expands, something like the human curiosity that has a problem. Imnapshcholimer, and if you right, if you want, if you're telling me that you need another pasuk because you have a question, so the Gemara says, what was that other question? Haven't we haven't we put this thing together with with chewing gum and and, and a band aid and, and 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 it works, right? <laughs> right, so you could say, "Look, this three-pronged thing. I want to have something even clearer." But that's the Gemara thinks the three-pronged thing is good enough. So why did the Brisa need something else? What does that mean? There's another pasuk, right? Well, what's the question? Right, su kokoshi latana. So Gemara is going to answer. You know why? Because the teacher asked himself a question, his students that were listening, and us that are reading the Brisa, another question. That, what was the question that needed that Pusik from Sefer Bamidbar? Because, my Chozis. Okay, so Chozis, you say it every day in davening, right? You say, that your eyes should see, Chazon, you should be able to see. So, my Chozis, what is it that you've seen? Aha. Chazis. What is it that you've seen? Why did you see it proper? Why is it that you saw it was proper? The key part of the Drush. Now, Yalfat is Aramaic for learning. Yalfinon. Now, why is that the word for learning, Tyra? I don't know. Why is that the word for learning anything? Yolif? I'm not sure. I have a, I have a, 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 um, 
a theory, and I'll tell you what it is. It looks like a frame's gone. And so I have a theory, and what is it? Um, she, it comes from the word like Aleph, right? Aleph is something like the first letter. It's above, right? Aluf. You know, yeah, yeah. Right? We have an aluf is something like is like the general, the thing that's above. So that's like that's the idea of of yolif, something that's above, something that's beyond. And as we know, when you make a draw show, like perish is the separate. So the yalfit is the oh, look what I've lifted up here. Look what I've learned. Right, you, look what I learned. Oh, it was just a bunch of words, and I lifted it up, and now it's like this big thing, like the aleph on top of the first letter, the yalfit. Look what I did. Yeah, wow, you learned it up. You picked it up. You you extracted it from these these words that were just sitting here dormant. And aleph, right? That's like aluf, right? Someone someone who's at the head. That's what the drushes do. The drushes take these ideas which are just like stagnant and stable and like lifting them up and turning them into something. I, that, that's what I, you know, uh, I, I theorize that that's why Yalfusa, Yalfinon. So to Yalfit, my chosis to Yalfit me makabehema. Why would you learn? Why is it that you decided to learn it from makabehema? They left me makabehema. Why don't we learn this idea from Maka Odom? Now, what would that mean, learning from Maka Odom? So let's take a look at Rashi. Rashi's gears was Nalef Mamaka Odom. Shenerak, Mamish! Why don't we learn it out again? We know that, as we saw, part of this uh, Yinosein and everything was based on the fact that we could have learned Maka Kol Nefesh Odom meant part of his body. Right? Maybe it means mumamish. In other words, this yinosane ain't, come on. It, you could say it means, yeah, give it to him. Put it into him. I know the word nasina might suggest something. But maybe what it means is, yeah, put it into him. You put a mum into him. And that's what it means. Because we know when it comes, the key is maka behema, yishalmena. But we know killing a human is you lose your life. And we saw that. No money. Killing a human is you lose your life. Um, and therefore, that should be the main thing. A human, I, I, I'll admit that the Parsha refers to other things, and it does say other things than killing. Wounding. But we know the big boy killing is death. Wounding should also be types of death. So the Gemara says, um, and that could be the reason why we go to Parshas Matos. Um, here. That's why we go to Parshas Matos. To prove this. That's why we need Parshas Matos. Where it said. Losichu um, Kofer. Right. Losichu Kofer. Lenefesh Rotzeach. Asher Hu Rosh Alomus. 
Gimosumas. We needed to go to this Pasik to say that it was referring to however we made the drosha, that this was about taking money for the guy, right, for even part of his body. Because that other Pasik, come on, why are you learning from Makabeim? You should be learning from Maka, you should be learning from humans. That's why let's go to a Pasik about humans and make a drosh. Don't give me a Pasik, a drosh, which is dependent on animals on beating animals. That's the way, that's why I needed, that's why that's what the Gemara thinks. Now, it does make sense. The problem is, of course, Rashi says, hmm, what about that Kenyan Osain, right? So Rashi says, okay, okay, Okanami, Kiyitain Mum means Mum Mamish, yeah, even though it says Kiyitain Mum Kasher Yinosain, yeah, it says Kiyitain Mum, right? And and we again, we look at, when we look at, um, we look at Kiyitain Mum. Kasher Yitain Mum. Okay. Even though it says Kasher Yitain Mum, and the Pasa before it says Yitain Mum. Yeah, Yitain Mum. Doesn't Yitain Mum mean to actually, you know, it says the word Nasina? Doesn't the word Nasina mean actually put, putting it into him? So that's what it means here, too. Kiyitain mum means mumamish, so kenyanosain also means mumamish. So even though one says yeose, one says nasina, come on, don't tell me it has to be something the physical that you have to, like money that you can balance and you could weigh. The word yitain meant actually getting getting hit before. So that's what Rashi took care of. Rashi took care of that, that problem by... Rashi took care of that problem uh, by putting, uh, by, that's what Rashi wants over here. Okay, so, um, so now that that problem is taken care of, maybe that's why the Bryson needed the second pasuk in Sefer Bamidbar. But the Gemara said that can't be a good enough reason. Amre, we'll say, or they say, they would obviously, the whoever put the Bryce together would have said, done in Nizikin Minizikin. Vain done in Nizik and Mimisa. It makes more sense, even though it's about an animal, because wounding an animal, killing an animal is still in the area of Nizikin, the area of basic civil tort damages. It isn't capital. And and that line is much bigger. It's not about humans versus animals. It's about the the action that you did. Was it a capital offense or was it a damage offense? Right? As Rashi says, Klomar. Rashi's saying, what's going on over here? The, reader's, uh, the reader doesn't know what's happening with this Amre. W- what are we trying to do? So Rashi says, we're trying to explain why. In other words, we still haven't figured out why you needed Russia number two in the Brisa. Uh-huh. So this Amre is to say that's not good enough of a reason. Klomar. For that question that you just asked, because it shouldn't be animals, it should be people, that wouldn't have been enough of a reason for the Tana to push himself to find this other Pasek. Because he could have answered that question. The reason why I went with animals is because I want to go with Actual tort damages, not with capital offenses. So that's what Rashi explains what the Gemara is doing. Amre, don in Nizikim and Nizikim, don in Nizikim and Mimisa. Rashi is putting in perspective that's what all we've done. So now we're back 
to st- and then be okay. So we don't have a reason yet to go to the pasuk in Bamidbar. Mar says, "Wait, we should. We still got a problem with what you did. Why? Adaraba, don in Adam may Adam. I'll tell you. Yes, I admit it's one's capital and one's not. However, it makes more sense to connect human to human." It could be in the animal world, as much as we love animals, it's all about the replacement value. And the value is, but with humans, even if it comes to wounding them, you touched another human being, maybe it's all about, I don't want to call it the vengeance, but the deterrent, teaching the lesson. If you say the capital punishment is, is really about the deterrence, of the significance of human life, that is going to be the great deterrent as well about wounding a person's body. You hear what I'm saying, Sheila? In other words, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like what's gained? Okay, Mo, yeah, Mo, you're going to get your eye knocked out yourself. Then there's not going to be any more Mo's doing that. Now, if Mo's a rich guy, it's okay, you know what? I guess I do got to pay for the guy's eye and everything. Okay, we got the money to cover it, right? We had a good year. So maybe, Adaraba, the same way when it comes to humans, basically, it's all about paying. There is no money payment. There is no other hand. So maybe that's what the Torah is teaching us. I mean, that's what we mean. Adam may Adam. So despite the fact that... Um, what this Pusik is talking about, let's say, wounding a person. This Pusik is about wounding a person. And this Pusik is about killing a person. It's all about death. It's all about death. It's all about cutting the hand off. It's all about you lose it. How dare you attack someone else? How dare you touch someone else? How dare you take liberties with a person's body? Once it's liberties with a person's body, even if it was sort of accidental or whatever, you right? Doesn't make a difference. The Torah is saying, "Yeah, get rid of it." Okay, and maybe that isn't so vengeance. Maybe that's about creating a society where nobody does that anymore, right? Which I think ultimately would be what the Karaites or the Tzedukim would say, right? You you go to the Tzeduki, Tzeduki says, "Of course, we are going to cut your eye out." They're like, well, "What is gained by that?" What's gained by that is nobody's going to do that anymore. And we're not going to have that happen. Uh, they, you could see them taking a moral stance in that way. Now, we always oh, it's vengeance. So you, yeah, now you will lose your hand. And, uh, uh, whatever they call Ahmad. Ah, boom. There, your hand's gone. It is terrible. But you know what? That meme is going to go out on the internet. Everybody's going to see that. And nobody is going to, uh, I'm not going to fight with you. It's scary. So the same way it works, capital, you know, uh, executions work to stop murders. They work this way as well. So, so, so the Gemara says, yeah, Adarabba. So the Gemara says, That's what we have, Imnafshachaloimar. Aha, now we have the other Pasuk. 
the fact, but the, there's an implication you could take Kofair for wounding someone and knocking their eye or, or cutting their hand off. Okay, so now we know why we needed the second Pusik. Now, right away, Sheila, you're going to ask, okay, so maybe just say the second Pusik and not the first. So the Gemara is going to deal with that. But don't, don't we know both? We need both a something that teaches us to, as a deterrent as well as recompense. Right, but at this point, Shiva, we're saying the price is not, there is no deterrent. There is no, it's all going to be about paying a bunch of money. That's why we have that Pusik. So now the deterrent is thrown out because we have the second Pusik. But I thought maybe you would be anticipating Okay, so let's just go with the second puzzle. Why did the Bryce even confuse us with the first one? Right? You have, but, you have, to, you have to find out. You, you're trying to piece piece it out. Whether is it a deterrent or is it is it civil damages? What is it that we're really right? Okay, but 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 if you're telling me that this drusha is solid, this the second one. By saying no money should be given when it's the when a person wants to save his life, he needs to be put to death. Ah, it's when it's his life is the issue. But you could take money if it's his if it's his hand getting cut off being the issue. Right, right. I hear what you're saying. So, so, so the so why do that's perfect? We'll see. The Gemara is going to explain why that's not good enough. But anyway, so the Gemara says, Is that what it's about? It's telling you that if that 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 he doesn't uh, that he can pay that he's supposed to pay for the cutting of a hand off is that what it's for? Don't we need it for Hamivoyle to Amar Achmana? Isn't it that we know the Torah in its compassion believes Lo Sabed Tarte? Don't have two things be done to this guy. Lo Tishkol Mine Mamon In other words, if he's being put to death. He shouldn't have to make a, a death payment to the family. You can't you can't put a lien on his estate, which is probably about American civil law is like that. Maybe you can't put a lien on his estate to pay the worth of the the person who died to the family that now now longer has the main wage earner, and also put him to death for killing the guy. Can't do both. Maybe that's what. The Pusik is saying, when the Pusik says, If he killed him, Mo killed Larry, there's witnesses, kill Mo. One witness is not good enough, and don't vote, well, and you're not going to take money when Maybe it means not that Mo's trying to cut a deal to get out of it. Maybe Larry's family hired their lawyer and their lawyer says hey, we want more than Mo to be dead. We want money from Mo's family or from Mo to, to make a payment to us. All he's got to do is die but he can't be forced to pay as well. Maybe that's what the Pusik means. The Pusik, that's Rachmana. Yeah, look. And Maybe that's what the purpose of the Pusik is. Not that he can't pay for, um, you're making the drusha. Yeah, but that implies sometimes we will. Maybe the purpose of this whole Pusik is to tell you 
One thing is what happens, but not two. So Mara says, I don't need that puzzle for that. Hi, that idea, which is a Rahmana idea, that is an important idea from the Torah. That's from another Pasik. Michtei Rishoso Navka. And here we'll let's take a look at the Pasik. This is a Pasik we had in the same from Midbar in Ki Saitse. Bahoyim Benakosarosho, the Pua Shopet, the Kolofonov. Right? This is when someone gets Makos for and being an Eidzomeim, or for whatever he's getting Makos for, for whatever Avera. So what happens? He gets Makos, Kidei Rishoso, according to whatever evil he did, B'mispar. Kidei Rishoso B'mispar. Aha. Meaning, according, why does that say Kidei Rishoso? That tells you, Rishachas HaTamachayvo. For one bad thing, you don't get him for the two things. Even though he did two bad things in a way, I guess, like in the case that we just talked about, he kills Larry, and Larry, which means Larry is no longer alive, and a human being no longer is alive because of Mo. But also, a bread earner for Larry's family is not alive. But you know what? We take the we take the more extreme part, which is the loss of life, and we say that's what you're chayav for. Stay rishoyos. But not one. And therefore, that's where that principle comes from. Not from that POSIC. It doesn't come from that POSIC, then I can fiddle around with it and tweak it. Not so, and it's not such a big tweak to imply this other point. Sumer says, wait, don't I need it for the simple pshat? Maybe I need it to just tell me the simple pshat. That Mo can't pay that money and just be free. He says, that's the whole point of the drasha, smarty. Why mention nefesh rotzeach? Why mention the words nefesh rotzeach? Aha. And by the way, she, when I explained this, I already explained it based on that. Originally last week. Right, the simple shot is Mo can't buy his way out. But only because he's trying to buy his way out in terms of not dying for his nefesh, which is going to be taken for what he did to Larry. But you can't take kofir chosrin. You can't take money for that. Okay. You still with me? So now let's just finish off. <laughs> that pasuk is so beautiful, and it's the implication. What did we have to start with that maka, with the maka, that it was the animal, and that it was, had a problem with it, and maybe it should be human, and it should be human to human, and yet to say this, right? Maka, maka, lomali. What do you need to hold that first drasha for? I'll tell you why. You need both. Amre, ime hai, if you only had... The second one, which is a very powerful drasha in the implication, I say you have the option. Mo could either let his hand get cut off or pay for it. If you want here, take my eye. Take my eye, please. Or it could be money. From the first one, which is from Behema, now that we have the second drasha, which is actually the stronger one, we go back to the implication of the first one and say, hey, isn't that interesting that 
right next to humans. It talks about animals, and there's a vav and a shuruk and that, yeah? Okay. Ma'amaka behemah with tashlumen, and that's all there is. Af maka adam with tashlumen only. So really, if somebody would now look at this price, they would say the second one is really the stronger one, the pasuk of lesichu, and it's appended and embedded and cemented by the first one, which is telling you, yes, it can only be money. And we have now patched together the 25 lines to, <laughs> to explain the break. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.